This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 66, Mama Fish Saves. Hey Chainers, welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. So Katie, today we're chatting with a fellow personal finance blogger. Yes, and we have been actually following Chelsea for a long time. Yeah, Chelsea is really, really active on Pinterest and has managed to get a ton of traffic and a, a quite a nice following yeah she previously was worked at a hedge fund so this is quite a different job for her yeah i feel like on like a personal level you two could actually have a lot to talk about we probably could but we wouldn't want to bore everyone yeah. with like money and stuff right well, and <laughs> like personal finance is way more exciting than like a hedge fund well it's the difference between talking about millions and billions Opposed to hopefully a couple thousands, hundred thousands. I don't know. Depends. Depends who you ask. And that's why personal <laughs> finance is interesting because it's personal. It's all about a relative, and you know, it it basically just depends on how everyone is in their each unique situation or condition or whatever. Right. Well, so are you ready to jump in? Yeah, let's dive right into our interview. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Hey, Chainers, and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. Today, we have Chelsea Brennan with us. Chelsea is from Mama Fish Saves. In case you don't know, Mama Fish Saves is a personal finance blog that talks about budgeting, side hustle, kids, you name it. She has recently been featured on Modest Money Top Finance Blog List. Welcome, Chelsea. Hi, Thanks, Chelsea. Hi, Kate. So great to be here, guys. <laughs> so real quick, do you have like a an embarrassing story or anything that you could share with us? Uh, oh man, so many. Where would I begin? Oh, so recently, uh, we're big uh, Harry Potter and board game fans in this house, and we had friends over staying the night to play games. And I completely subconsciously walked downstairs in Harry Potter socks, Harry Potter pants, and a t-shirt. Um, and my friends have not let me live that down in the last few months. Of not only did I own all those things, I was wearing them all at once. Um, it, was, it was a nerd peak moment for me there. I'm probably wearing them proudly. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, proudly, <laughs> absolutely. Awesome. So where did the idea for your blog come from? So a little over a year ago, I was disenchanted with the career that I was in, which was working for a hedge fund, not really having a purpose. And I belonged to this mom's group, which is really interesting. It was all mothers who had 
children born in the same month as my first son. And over the time from, you know, through pregnancy and with our kids being little, I had become the go-to person for any money questions. I was constantly answering questions about budgeting and fixing 401ks and things like that. And finally I decided, um, I love financial literacy. I was passionate about it. Why don't I just write about it? So I started a blog, um, basically answering their, those questions. So this mom's group had about 220 women in it. And I went out to them and I said, I'm going to start a blog, send me your questions. And within 24 hours, they had sent me like 80 different questions for blog post ideas. And wow. I dove in. Wow. That is really, that's really impressive. First that some, I never thought about so many children being born at the same time. <laughs> and then <laughs> they all had questions for you. That's really like a great way to start it off too. Yeah, it was great. It gave me a jumping off point too for traffic early on as I would share the posts in there and they would share with their friends and it was a really good, uh, really good motivation to kind of see that. Yeah. yeah. So something really important is time management. And as a mom, as a blogger, you're probably torn in a million different directions. So how do you sort of manage your day or structure it? So it's tough. The one benefit I have um, that is amazing is my husband's actually a stay-at-home dad. Uh, so he's here all the time to kind of help with the kids. Um, what's happened over time is that our two-year-old is now big enough to know where my office is and how to open the door. So he likes ah. to come in and, and visit me <laughs> in the middle of the day. So I've started incorporating more working outside the house. I joined a co-working space. We have a local library that I, I'll go and work out when I really need to get things done. And then I define kind of a must-do to-do list that I can't, you know, stop working or distract myself until those things are done and then really shutting down when those things are done. So my laptop for, for my blog stays only in my office or only in those co-working spaces so that I get real quality time with the boys and I'm not um, constantly looking at my phone or distracted. That's a really good idea. And there's like spaces where you can go to and work. I know they, I don't know if they've always been a big thing or if I've recently learned about them living in DC, but they're such a, great place to like go and it's especially for like a blogger or a writer or any kind of like work from home kind of job because it feels like you're going to work like you have to get up and brush your teeth and get out of your pajamas and you're going somewhere to work helps fight the loneliness a little bit too and you're constantly sitting by yourself uh at home it, it can be difficult right right so what has been your proudest achievement when it comes to your blog so last year I was a finalist for the, for a Plutus award, uh, for best family finance blog. I truly couldn't believe it. I'm still so proud of that. Um, the blog at that point was only about six months old. Uh, and I was so disappointed. I couldn't go to FinCon not to be at the award ceremony. Um, not that I had any expectation of winning and did not win, but just being, uh, being on the finalist list, uh, was, was a huge moment. That's really huge. Are you going to FinCon this year? <laughs> Definitely going to FinCon this year. Awesome. Yes, we'll so there. we'll have to see you there then. Absolutely. <laughs> So what are your goals for your blog in the next couple of years? So over the next couple of years, my goal is to grow the blog's audience and really make it a viable full-time business. I left my hedge fund job in December and have given myself a full two years of cushion to just focus on growing the blog. I really want to continue to help families feel more comfortable with their money. Um, but I'm also going to be adding a, an element to the blog about helping other successful middle to high income individuals realize they don't have to be trapped by those jobs. I think a lot of people on the traditional track feel like I did, which is you work your butt off to get great grades in high school, great grades in college, you get into a good job and you go, you get to where the world tells you success is. And then it's like, what now? You, you know, you have a stressful job, you feel like you don't have a purpose, um, but you don't know how to take the risk and transition away from that income uh, to an alternative lifestyle that 
that not a lot of people understand, be that entrepreneurship, taking a pay cut to do something with more social impact, uh, chasing fire, whatever that is. Um, I really want the blog and my Women Rock Money community to realize that money doesn't have to trap you. It can really be there to give you options. How did the hours change out of interest? You know, like uh, hedge funds normally are like, don't they work you quite hard? Yes. <laughs> so, um, so I actually started my career at Goldman Sachs, which the hours there were awful, awful. So I was there at 6am and I didn't leave before 10pm, really any day, Monday through Friday, and then would typically work about a 10 hour day on Saturday and a few hours on Sunday. Um, when I moved up to Boston to work for a hedge fund, uh, my warped perspective was that, was that the hours got better. I was still working 60, 70 hours a week, but I wasn't working 90. Uh, so it felt better. Um, now that I'm just doing the blog, I put in 35 to 40 hours a week and really get more time with the family. And that was the biggest driver for the change. I mean, when I was at a hedge fund, I saw my, my son um, at, the, at the time my second child wasn't born yet about half an hour a day um, on a weekday. And that was it. And that was mostly just putting him to bed. So I needed something to, to change. I'm actually in a finance and accounting role. So I know all about the long hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does work a lot. Um, and you it's definitely, difficult. you def, especially, I mean, I guess as a dad too, but as a mom, you definitely want to be able to be around and, and see your kids. That's, you know, I feel like it's kind of like a built in like genetic thing. Like, absolutely. We were, I mean, had I stayed in the job that I was in, we were about six years from, from full financial independence. Um, we're at what I would call like a coast level now. Um, and the goal had been to, to do that, to stick around until we'd re- reached FI. And then I realized, you know, with our first child, they changed so much in those early years. Uh, and the stress was, was really weighing on me and, and the, and the difficulty being away. Um, so it made more sense to take advantage of the coast level we'd achieved and do something else and see them when they're, you know, learning new things constantly and being around, um, than, than really sticking it out in a job that was, that was taking so much of our lives. Right. And then, and then by the time you would really be around, they'd be like a teenager and then teenagers are a whole nother thing they're not so they're not so cute and drawing you pictures and wanting hugs anymore (laughs) not not quite so do you have any um big projects that you're working with that you can share with us yeah so working on two different things right now one of which is um so i have a 30-day 500 savings challenge that i've run twice in the past year that's been really popular it helps people build kind of a starter emergency fund in that 30 days with a different task every day um, i'm working on putting together making that evergreen so people can join whenever um whenever they want whenever they need to save that extra cash that'll launch um sometime in may and then i'm also working on a free email video course that'll come out at the beginning of june about setting goals with purpose and i realized over time i think we set goals upside down we set the outside aspect of what we want first so i want to save a million dollars i want to um start a business without really understanding why we want to do those things and when we don't know what the purpose is behind it we're more likely to quit over time so um i'm going to putting together a course of helping people understand um, first what they want to feel and, and what they want and then set goals around what they want. That's really powerful. And it really gives you a sense of purpose almost, you know, and I think a lot of the times people don't reach their goals because of that lacking sense of I'm not driven enough to achieve what I've, what I've, what I've written down or whatever right. it is. <laughs> yeah. And they get like a stuck feeling. And then once you're stuck, it's like, Oh, forget it. I don't care. 
And it also creates a lack of patience, I think, right? If you don't know your why, uh, it's hard to stick through those really tough days. Yeah, definitely. So blogging is not easy. And I feel like a lot of people who don't blog regularly kind of look at it as like you sit on a computer and you type something out and then you go and lay lay in your pajamas all day or you do whatever you want. And (laughs) people don't really see it as like work. What has been one of like your bigger challenges as a blogger? But Katie, before you before we dive into that, like I've seen all these pins on Pinterest and all these bloggers are crushing it. You know, they get like a hundred thousand views in like their first month, and, and they're making like they're making like fifteen thousand dollars in one month. Yeah. yeah, like what? I'm doing something wrong. Like, <laughs> what has been a big challenge for you? So first of all, let's jump into. The blog still makes no money, so we are, we, it's been a major challenge. Um, we didn't, you know, I haven't focused on monetizing it at all. Monetizing it is a really difficult thing for me, trying to figure out, you know, what affiliates, what products, what type of things I really want to focus on. I haven't really done any of that yet. That's been a big challenge for me. And then the, the biggest thing that's just painful is graphics and social media. Like you mentioned Pinterest, like making Pinterest graphics, scheduling the pins the way you're supposed to, joining group boards, that is just like, I truly, I didn't know nothing about blogging when I started and I really thought it was like, I'm going to write a post and hit publish and then everything's going to be fine. Uh, I did too, actually. <laughs> All the background work I completely underestimated and graphics are not my strong suit. It's a huge time suck for me. Um, so I, I try to time block it, but it, it is still a painful process. Yeah, no, I definitely, when we, I didn't even know how I struggled even putting like a post into WordPress at first. Like I, I was fine with Word. Like, that's not a problem. But then actually having to put it on the internet, I was like, oh. And then I found out, like, well, just because I put it on there doesn't mean anybody's going to read it. Like, there are strategies to getting people to your website. And I was just like, oh. (laughs) And SEO. Yeah, learning about SEO is like a whole (laughs) world that I just, I I still don't know anything about, um, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's definitely an upward climb all the time over here. Chainers, we're just going to take a quick break and then we'll dive right back into the value link round. Chainers, if you have a ton of student loan debt that you're trying to tackle, head over to chainofwealth.com slash accredible. There you can refinance your student loans and they offer a whole variety of loans from different banking institutions. So you definitely know that you're getting a much better rate than what you already have. Best part about it, if you sign up using our link, you will get $300 off your loan immediately. So definitely sign up today to save. That's chainofwealth.com slash credible. Okay, Chelsea, so why do you think people fail at achieving their dreams? So I think we talked a little bit about this before with the purpose. I think people don't understand the why of why they're dreaming that dream. And that creates that kind of lack of patience I mentioned where, you know, just because you have your dream, just because you have, you know, what you want doesn't mean that every day is going to be perfect. Um, and you have to have something to motivate you through through, through the down days as well. Um, and, and that should be your, your why and, and what you want to achieve. I really love that. So do you have any other books or podcasts you could recommend to our listeners? So if you're a blogger, I really have been enjoying uh, Pete McPherson's Do You Even Blog? Uh, 
uh, blog and podcast. I think he's had some like rock star people on there uh, teaching some lessons that you you know you don't normally get access to unless you pay to the, for their like high dollar courses. Um, and then on the book side, I highly recommend Conscious Capitalism by John Mackey. Uh, he was the co CEO of Whole Foods, and he talks about this like new world that the most successful businesses not only serve you know their employees and their owners and their profit holders, but you know the the world at large, the environment. Um, the general consumer and, and building a business that has purpose is really the most successful, successful route today. That, that was a really great book. I'm a very big fan of Pete's show. Like we, um, I'm actually quite good, good friends them. We chat quite often. <laughs> he was actually, our friends, um, we saw friends a little bit yesterday and he was wearing his, do you even blog shirt? And my friend was like, I've seen that shirt already from where? And I wore my shirt like, two weeks ago to a baseball game and she looked at me and she's like that's what you're wearing <laughs> like no thanks to like your blogging t-shirt but we're going to a baseball game where are where's your national shirt I, like, I don't have one <laughs> look at that free marketing for you at a baseball game with your yeah, shirt on that's a, and you know, she was hoping to be shown on camera <laughs> i know I, I was really hoping to like you know, people are going to stop me and be like, wow, what's up with your shirt? And then kind of like talk to them and everything. Nothing. I like nobody cared. Oh, so disappointing. Well, hopefully they, they Googled it on their phones. When right. They saw it. Yeah. You're ahead of the curve. <laughs> Before our time. Okay. So do you have a favorite quote that you can share? Sure. So I'm, I'm a total quote junkie. I'm constantly uh, posting them on Instagram and texting them to my husband. But one I've like really liked recently is uh, live less out of habit and more out of intent. Absolutely love that. Chelsea, we've loved hanging out today. Do you have any other last parting piece of advice for listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. Sure. Uh, my biggest uh, last piece of advice would be to don't forget to invest in your health. You know, reduce stress, exercise, eat well. I think often people who are extremely motivated, like I'm sure many of the listeners of this podcast are, are kind of like a, a dog with a bone. They chase a goal at the expense of all else, but you're not going to be able to enjoy it if you've sacrificed your health along the way. Definitely. And I think... I don't know if it's just because we're getting older, but it seems like everyone around us has started having like health issues. So that's definitely something to keep in, in mind. Yeah, definitely. Chainers, we've been hanging out with Chelsea Brennan. You can check out her site, Mama Fish Saves at mamafishsaves.com. And there's really some great content there. So you definitely want to check this one out. Hey guys, so we have loved hanging out with you today and we hope that you learned a lot of new information from Chelsea. If you want, go over to Twitter, follow us at Chain of Wealth and let us know what you think. And other than that, we'll catch you on the flip side. See you later.